Deck the halls with brunch of poppy. La 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 la. Oh. I thought you were gonna say fa la 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 full. Oh. You know. You're right. Ah, oh, there you puns. go. Yeah. That was clever. Um. Hey man, happy holidays. I know we can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Well. Because because we lost we the lost war. We lost the war. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is president. That's ridiculous. Well, not not yet. Not yet. You know? I mean, there's a lot of lawsuits still pending, and we still get to we still get to enjoy the last month of the our funniest president ever. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you know he makes a, a real stand to keep the to keep the presidency in the in the right hands. But we'll, we'll... he kind of so we're recording this uh, early December, yeah, uh, and. At this point, he's he's kind of just shut up. He's kind of just he's given up, gone away a bit. He's he yeah. yeah. He must be. He's probably depressed or I don't know. I, I would just love for him to leave the presidency and die like a month later. Oh, it'd be so funny. It'd be just like nothing better than yeah. If if like this humiliation just finally was a thing that did him in. I think it would be just like that that would be so funny also he he somehow keeps raising money for his uh re-inauguration and the q people think that he's not dead rather he's undercover busting up like child pedo- pedophile rings or something i'm sure that was yeah, yeah he's still gonna be raising money uh yeah he's good at that uh there's a lot of dummies out there but i for one am ready for uh, biden to just you know give just give us no change at all <laughs> and basically just be the same president except not tweeting funny things yeah I, I mean honestly if anyone is expecting something very positive out of the next four years I, you know I, I don't know what's wrong with you if if you've not been observing what's gone on in the last decade there's always something worse around the corner it's gonna yeah. be super covid or something next and 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 they'll still only give you twelve hundred dollars over the course of a year but hey yeah, it's something you great. know. It's the holiday spirit. It's the holiday and... spirit that counts. It's you know, it's Christmas is about giving and not receiving. Yeah. So we we you know we need to give yeah. money to the corporations and not worry about yeah. receiving money so that we can buy food uh, to put on the table. Right. I mean, I I really don't have empathy for people, but I do for LLCs. So yeah, um, it's just easier to feel sympathy for a failing business than it is a failing person you know yep yeah I mean, we really need to give our lives so that walmart can stay in business and you know people can go to tgi fridays and we, we yeah. should just sacrifice our lives in the spirit of giving uh, you know to covid and that's what a good christian would do speaking of sacrificing our lives we have a new sponsor today oh that's that's um, true yeah yeah, and this is very exciting for us, you know. Also right topical. When, very topical. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Carnival Cruise. You know, there's never a better time to take a cruise right now than with Carnival. And just like yeah. the protagonist of, of this great movie, who fell in love with the concept of a cruise by poster, I'm I'm a, I'm aboard, man. 
I'm, I'm thinking about going on one right yeah, now. Yeah, here's the thing. Right now, the entire world is like a carnival cruise where we're all just getting infected mm. by, yeah. you know, what our neighbors have. And so mm. the way I look at it is, you know, what's what, what do you what the hell do you have to lose by going on a cruise? There's nothing to lose. Is that you, is that you, the you new just... slogan? Is that is that um? <laughs> what do you have to lose? Just go on a fucking cruise. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know the great thing is they didn't even pay us for that. Yeah, that's, that's just off the dome. Uh, for the the slogan. That's off the dome. You know, we're already in hell world. So jump on a cruise, get dysentery, and yeah. you know, just get murdered by your wife, pushed over the edge. <laughs> yeah, give the sharks yeah, COVID. Yeah, the sharks when they eat COVID. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you know, Carnival Cruise has been very generous with their money in these trying yeah. times, and it says a give lot. The, give the sharks COVID. <laughs> give the sharks COVID. Take them out. People are afraid of sharks. People are more afraid of sharks than they are yeah. of COVID. I'll tell you that. Uh, maybe we wipe out the sharks and it'll solve a lot of problems. That's true. We need to think about that. I mean, people. You know, if you're a shark, if you're like a shark person, you know you. <laughs> You, you use one of those cages, right? Because you're actually afraid of it. But those yeah. same people are probably MAGA yeah, yeah. chuds that don't wear a mask, you know? Oh, totally. If you're not going to wear a mask for right. COVID, then why don't you just jump in the shark waters without yeah. the cage, okay? Yeah. And, and honestly, if you're underwater, you don't need to wear a mask. It's not like COVID spreads underwater very well. So, you know, yeah, get in no that mask. Cruise, get just in that stupid pool. eye without a mask. You don't need it. That's... No mask. This yeah, is my new character, yeah, exactly. the guy who feels That's that scuba masks are a tyrannical thing imposed by the government that I'm required to wear <laughs> in order to do deep sea diving. Yeah, yeah. That's just the man well, trying to hold you down, I mean, man. You don't you you can people have been deep sea diving for centuries and they don't need the scuba gear or the pressurization. Yeah. Thanks, big government search stepping into yeah. licensed scuba diving. If I want to take like a shoddy Lack of air pressure device and go to the depths. The I should have the right cruise, to do that. You know? You're out in international waters, okay? No yeah. laws. You do not right. need to be certified. No you don't laws. need to be certified. You kill to, your wife. To go scuba diving out there. And I'll no, let you know, Carnival not. doesn't yeah. wash those masks. They let us know. They definitely don't. And, and, and you know, thanks, thanks Carnival. Um, you know, you have a lot of port of calls here in, in Japan. And, and I'll be calling on those ports i'm, yeah. I'm coming on i'm going on that boat Andy. it's also just a beautiful time of year to, to get be out of cruise you know dead winter <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i think of when i think of christmas i think of cruises and you know what else i think of this movie christmas with the cranks sponsored by carnival cruise caribbean's fabulous every island has its own personality its own flavor but the place I like best of all, and I'm sure you will too, is right on board my ship, the Superliner Celebration. If they could see you now out on a bunch of cruise, eating fancy food and doing what you choose, I'd like your Did you enjoy? Uh, so, so, Andy, this is um, this is an important movie for us. Yeah. This is a, so we've done the, Tom the ending Hanks of trilogy. a trilogy, if you will. Almost quadrilogy, but we'll get to that in the wrap-up episode. Mm. Um, and now we've completed a tim allen trilogy tim allen trilogy 
I grew up on Richard Pryor. You can't even go back and talk about the book you wrote. Yeah. You know, and then what I got to do sometimes is explain, which I hate in, in big arenas, that this is a thought police thing and I do not like it. But when I use these words, this is my intent behind those words. Yeah. So as long as you understand my intent, I still get people, what this, don't say it. And I said, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, but they take it out of context and put it on Twitter. I, or I, put it on Facebook. I'm surprised they, they haven't. I'm surprised they <laughs> haven't because I do use some provocative yeah. words, but I tell them it's words that really got from my parents. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they said this stuff. And we talked about it. I can't even say it here. I can't even point to it. Yeah. Right. I mean, and we're brave for doing this. You know, I don't know of any other podcast that's done not, Tim Allen. I don't so. think there's any other right. podcast that has talked about Tim Allen as much as we have. <laughs> Uh, uh, definitely. <laughs> My, uh, you know, there's a lot of personal. He's, he's from Michigan. Michigan. Guy. He's a Michigan guy. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a Trump supporter like us. He's yeah. a cool guy. You know, he's going on cruises. He's like going on a cruise, probably on the giant golden yacht from all of the Christmas movies he's been churning out over the years. Oh yeah. Did you know there's three Santa Clauses? So I went on a Tim Allen binge yesterday. I watched Christmas with Why? the Cranks in the morning. I put on the Santa Claus in the evening. Santa Claus 2. And then I started Santa Claus 3. But I, I, was, I was... Santa Claus 2 is what? The Mrs. Claus? The Mrs. Claus. Santa yeah. Claus 3. My brain started like spilling from my ears. And I had to turn it off. I was... So uh, what happens to Santa Claus 2? Does, does he like find some hot chick and she slowly becomes just like fat? And like turns into Mrs. Claus. She she doesn't have the santification process that occurs okay. to Tim Allen. Does she does she do bimbofication? Yeah, she becomes real bimbo, and it's it's <laughs> he finds a nice plain Jane, and then he she gets giant cans and huge uh, injections in her lips. Yeah, exactly. I mean, dyes her hair blonde. That's that's what that's Santa. That's Mrs. Claus to me. So it's pretty cool, like. The, the the third Santa Claus starts with her being pregnant, so there's a Santa baby, you know, <laughs> Santa seed. You think about it. It's a elf. Santa cum is just <laughs> I don't know. Santa cum is a froster. What is it? You know? Do you think there's affirmative action for children of Santa because there's like so few? <laughs> you know, like the, the the biggest minority is uh, is Santa because he's the only person that lives at the North Pole. Oh wow, he could have like a. Like the, the, that kid could have an easy way in, you know. Could yeah. be that'd be pretty. I, you know, he also probably I see here that your father is Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, that, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I mean, if you could have a father, and and we do, but if you could have another father, I think Tim Allen would make make a good one. Um, as Santa Claus, or just as Tim Allen. Hmm. As Santa Claus. I'd, I'd like for my mom papa to be Santa. That'd be nice. Well, he'd be a lot better than the father in the film Christmas of, uh, with the Cranks. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, let, let's talk about this movie. The reason the reason we haven't been talking about this movie is because this is this movie is just garbage. It's awful. Yeah, it's dog shit. It's like upsetting. Uh... Uh, it's insulting to Christmas, even. it. I mean, it aims for those... You know, Chevy Chase, Christmas Vacation, or even harkens back to a Christmas story, which is a kind of comedy slapsticky holiday, like, you know, home for the holidays story. But it kind of just misses the mark. It its teeth are not sharp enough in its I mean it's it's kind of trying to be like a dark comedy on 
I mean, it, I guess it's not even trying to do that. I don't know what it's trying to do. Uh, yeah, I, it, it has no like tone consistency throughout the entire movie. The plot is that Tim Allen realizes he's spending way too much on Christmas, and his daughter joined the peace. And so he decides to his daughter joined the Peace Corps. Of course, such a convenient thing. Like, uh, you know, you got to make the daughter an angel. She's joining the Peace Corps, but really, she's just doing it to get fucked. Yeah, by because uh... there's some some doctor in the Peace Corps that she wants to pay. That's literally so it. she she is she, she's like the daughter. The main crux of the plot is is joining the Peace Corps for non-altruistic reasons. I think she'll be okay. She'll be better than okay. I meant in Peru, in the jungle. Please stop worrying about this, okay? The Peace Corps is not going to send her someplace that's dangerous. Just won't be the same. What won't? Christmas. Yeah. And, and as part of that, they decide, and, and I couldn't understand why they didn't call the movie Skipping Christmas. Because they say that line fucking 20 times in this movie. You're skipping Christmas. We're skipping Christmas. And then yeah. I looked it up, and apparently the book was called Skipping Christmas by John Grisham. It's written by John Grisham. I saw that. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. This seems more like a Kevin Grisham yeah. uh, novel, you know? This seems like a eight-year-old kid that's eating glue kind of novel. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know, man. Like, they... Yeah, that's that's right. This is, this is based on a story written by John Grisham. I, I wonder what his real story was was like. It was called Skipping wrote... Christmas, though, which makes sense because they say it so many times. Right. And apparently there was a movie that... Oh, also, great thing about this movie is it was scheduled to come out uh, like 11 days after 9-11. Oh, no, 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 no. Am I thinking no, that's wrong? a different Tim Allen movie. Uh, different Tim Allen movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. The one with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I got Tim Allen on the brain. It's called like Big Trouble or yeah, something. Yeah, this came like out in 2004. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which it was scheduled to come out 11 days after the second 9 11, but, <laughs> but uh, that was George disrupted Bush. by George Bush. Yeah. yeah he stopped it. Um, <laughs> All Tim Allen movies are scheduled to come up, come out after Major a terrorist, terrorist attack. <laughs> well, maybe um, I wonder if it came around the time of the, uh, the shoe bombing. Remember the whole shoe bombing thing? I think it was like 2006. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so the movie is basically they decide to skip Christmas. and Their then... daughter's not going to be home because she's in the yeah. Peace Corps. They spent $6,000 mm. on Christmas. Last year. And Tim Allen just, like, all of a sudden gets mad about that. Yeah. And just, like, and gets caught in the rain. I feel like it's, like, the whole plot of the movie it just stems from him getting rained on one time. He just gets pissed off and it's like, you know what? Yeah. Why don't we go on a cruise? Which, you know what? It sounds like a fucking great idea. Your daughter's not totally. going to be home for the year. Sounds youth. awesome. Your daughter's not going to be home. It's just you and your wife. You're empty nesters for the first time. You're probably just going to be sad if you're home for Christmas. They don't have any family. It doesn't, you know, it's not like the aunts and uncles are coming. It's just their neighbors, which is even weirder. And so he comes up with this idea to go on a cruise instead of celebrate Christmas. And his wife is like not on board for that. She's like, huh? Uh-huh. How much is this going to cost? $3,000. We save money? Absolutely. Well, we can still give our charitable donations to Children's Hospital and, and of course, the church. No, this is a total boycott, honey. Total. It's $600, Luther. It's a total boycott. I'm afraid that's that's all I'm going to say about that. Huh. And no. 
she she hates it and and I'm, I'm sorry but he he has a good idea and you know who's that cruise operator carnival cruise again our sponsor for this podcast and they're very good company to us and hey there's never a better time to take a cruise than in december 2020 let me tell you that there's no reason that you shouldn't get on a cruise ship but he has a great idea they spent a lot of time a lot of money and time on christmas and then for whatever reason i guess it's because of the script or because it's a movie he he needs to boycott the concept of christmas not just not spend money right so in lieu of just you know all right well we're not going to be around during the holiday time but we can kind of just you know not spend money and still enjoy it we can be nice right. to people like he, 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 a central conflict is that he doesn't put up a giant yeah. frosty the snowman on his house that he already owns which doesn't cost him money it's in yeah, his it, basement it costs him no money so so there's like a inexplicable so he drives a wedge between him and the entire neighborhood because he refuses to put the up the snowman yeah. when he could just put up yeah. the snowman honey uh, where is frosty he's down behind the furnace why they won't go away well don't give them frosty you and luther do not have to do anything just leave frosty on the front porch we'll put him up for you they said they'll put him up for us absolutely not oh please luther no luther we'll come back later and frosty better be he could have just put up the snowman he could have bought a 15 dollar calendar you know he could have uh, that's another part we could get into um you know the police come around asking for handouts you know that they're just using that to buy beer those, those oh. police don't never never give money to the police. It's Cheech, Mar- Mar- it's Cheech. It's and Gary Busey's son. It's Cheech. Yeah, Gary Busey's son from Starship Troopers who plays the violin. Hey, good evening, Mr. Crank. Uh, good evening, officers. Well, Mr. Crank, it's that time of year again. Your Police Benevolent Association is out there raising money for the community. Oh, that's great. Um, you know, toys for tots, and uh, we deliver gift baskets for the underprivileged, and, and ice skating for the handicapped kids, and uh, every year we deliver presents for the elderly at the nursing homes, and, uh, of course, our war veterans. <laughs> and our big money maker is our calendar, and uh, you buy one every year, so here we are. So the cops uh, come around asking for money for a charity, yeah, right? Um, yeah. and he won't even, he won't buy that calendar from them. The Boy Scouts come around selling Christmas trees. He's not going to buy a Christmas tree from them. Do you think Tim Allen's anti Blue Lives Matter? Well, I don't know. He's been to jail. Yeah, yeah. for cocaine smuggling. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's a big Trump guy, but he also has gone to jail for. How do you become a big Trump for? Yeah, for smuggling. But I guess he's rich enough that the laws don't apply to him. So. It's like at that time you're like, yeah, I want these guys putting the boot on the neck of the uh... the man, the yeah. young, yeah. This is my spot. See the bed here. Local law enforcement. It's about time you got here. I'm Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, Universe Protection Unit. My ship has crash landed here by mistake. Yes, it is a mistake because you see the bed here is my spot. Yeah, I mean once you once you have like say yeah. ten million dollars, you like laws don't really apply to you, so. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I was him. I'd also support you know? the troops. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think if you... Yes, yeah, so, so the movie is they boycott Christmas and then their their daughter um, can't, like, announces via phone on Christmas Eve that she's coming home that day at 8 p.m. and they need to pick her up with her new uh, inex- uh, previously not told of boyfriend 
uh, Enrique, Enrique, what is it? Enrique. Enrique. Um, which actually he does make a kind of a little bit of a, it, it does get a slight racist, yeah, <laughs> like against him. Uh, he might be a communist, you know, like yeah, that just, kind of stuff. You know, like, you could see no, a little nothing bit. landed in this, none of the jokes were good. No, the slapstick wasn't no. funny. There's like an ongoing gag where he's just like kicking the neighbor's cat. And then at one point, inexplicably, the cat yeah. is just like frozen solid outside. It doesn't make sense. Uh, no. The, 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 uh, the, yeah. It's a lot of physical comedy. And, and you're having an old Tim Allen, you know. He's, what, 53, 54 in this? I mean, Another, I think, one of the supposed biggest laughs is a scene where a priest sees Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. in her bikini at a tanner. Like, yeah. she cuts her head open by banging her head on the tanning booth, which I don't know how that's possible. Right. Like, and that, But that's there's nothing funny about that scene other than them just It doesn't serve the plot and, at all. They go to get a tan because no. they're going to be on a cruise. Like, there's just like this... It's like scene after scene of Tim Allen being a miserable person. His mm. wife not really wanted to go along with his plan but going along with it and then just like the neighbors just being too intensely upset with everything that these people are doing yeah first off uh, this community is a terrible community uh terrible people uh <laughs> that that don't deserve anything that they have another chicago movie uh, you know that's brunchy another chicago movie so maybe that explains it uh, you got Dan Aykroyd as a neighbor. Yeah, yeah. You have a lot of character actors in this. A lot of famous. You got characters. that. You got Stewie. Is that his name from Malcolm in the Middle? Yeah, you Dewey? got Stewie, Dewey, um, and then uh, and Stewie, Dewey from from Malcolm in the Middle. Stewie from Family Guys in this movie. Yeah, he's animated. It's really he's like, jarring. What the deuce? All <laughs> oh, Peter Griffin here. I can't do Peter Griffin, but yeah, yeah. Hey. Hey, Dave, I'm holding ice cold lemonade. Oh, are you doing digital black voice right now? No, that was that was supposed to be Lois. It wasn't. Oh, I thought that was Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all voiced by Seth MacFarlane, so all of the voices yeah. are kind of the same. Yeah, I guess wow. Lois isn't, though. <laughs> oh, good. I'm Chris Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Cole Hog. Welcome to Cole Hog. Peter, um, get yourself together, and I'm a dog. I'm Brian the dog. Wow, dude. You know you're good in, at impressions when you you say the person's name. Lois! <laughs> yeah, it was really weird that Family Guy was in this movie. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This movie was, like, awful. I, I kind of... I was hoping that there would just be some like funny slapstick in it or some no. like lowbrow. It doesn't. It's, this doesn't this go lowbrow. Like, this has to be symbolic of the downfall of his career, right? I mean, this is this is terrible. Yeah, and I mean, I looked at it's a five percent. I don't even know that Tim Allen was really the problem with it. It just the script wasn't good, the plot Nothing wasn't was good, good, and the there's even the heartwarming the, the the parts that were supposed to be heartwarming it just doesn't make sense you know the the whole thing that he learns from it is not about no. he doesn't learn that money and christmas you know that money is not the most important part of christmas he doesn't even learn that family is the most important part of christmas because he ends up like the emotional climax is him going across the street and giving his cruise tickets to his neighbor that he hates but they don't really even set up why they're like rivals or why they're mad at each other in the first place, nor why 
like 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 that whole relationship doesn't make sense and there's no payoff to them resolving that and him apologizing to them and giving them the tickets it's, right. it's not like yeah. oh like you've cooled the heart of Scrooge or you know warmed the heart of Scrooge it's just just doesn't make sense none of it makes sense um yeah awful it's unearned it's unearned and the the community like i said truly wicked people that turned on him immediately and then came back to him once he <laughs> he really just gave up to their demands right and and that was supposed to be the lesson. It's like, well, you know, they actually have a warm heart, and um, they're the ones helping you out when you spurred them. So and they're much. all known. They're known for this like Christmas Eve party. It's like the famous Cranks Christmas Eve party. But Tim Allen just seems to hate everyone. Yeah. Like no, why? Like it doesn't seem like he liked them ever. Right. Yeah. Even b- before the the year before, he didn't want to do this. Right. Yeah, it just seems like he doesn't like any of them. Probably should get a divorce with his wife. They only oh. they, sounds like they only have sex once a once a week. Yeah, let's open up a, a segment, Skyler effect. So right now, what I need is for you to climb down out of my ass. Can you do that? Oh sure, this is a this is an old oldie but goodie. Old but goodie, and the old the Skyler effect is basically uh, from Breaking Bad where a female character just ruins the fun of the boys. And this one is very literal interpretation of that. Tim Allen has a great idea for him and his wife to go on a cruise, and his wife sabotages him at every moment from just having a nice time and doing something very reasonable. Well, like, Not be- like even... Beyond that, it's like she can't even comprehend how she is supposed to behave in yeah. this world where she gets to go on a cruise. You're going to let a lousy 600 bucks stand between us and a Caribbean cruise. No, you are. All right, all right, all right. Look, I'll match last year's contribution to the church and the hospital, but not a penny more. When do we leave? High noon, Christmas Day. Oh, it's not even Saturday night. She has no tie to reality as a character. There's nothing behind her motivations. Yeah. Right. She's a, a she's a devil woman. She's she's just <laughs> like she's a devil woman and antagonist in this movie, but without clear motivation. It's just a wall for him to push against. You know. Um, she is she is a horrible horrible person, and I think she's she, she's earning of the Skylar moniker here. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, stop stop writing women like this. It's not my fault. Yeah, you know, not my fault. Yeah, they should have just cast uh you know they should have ca- cast Heidi from uh from Tool Time. You know, that's the sexy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Happy. Howdy, Wilson. Heidi Ho! Not Heidi Ho, let's talk Heidi Al. <laughs> Tim, are you still obsessing about that? Well, I wasn't until today, and I saw Heidi kissing Al, and no peck in the cheek, she just drove it home. <laughs> Tim? Yeah? Get a hobby. You need to sex it up a little bit. The daughter's very pretty, but she's only in it for, you know, ten minutes, so... Yeah. Not a lot of, I guess, Jamie, 55-year-old Jamie Lee Curtis in a bikini, if that gets you uh, off. I mean, you know. I was horny. I was rock hard. Okay. 
but that's because um, I'm into I'm into like porn that has like weird like priests involved. I don't, I, I don't know. Oh. No. It, was the, it was the priest that really did it for me. That not one so much Jamie Lee Curtis in the. <laughs> Let's not follow that to the terminal end of logic. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I'm really into uh, really that porn where priests are fucking. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that was the Scalar effect. Good, good, good side route there. You need to understand. I have to hear one more time that you did this for the family. I did it for me. Should we just go into hotcakes? I want to do... Because I, I don't want to talk yeah, about this movie anymore. Yeah, that, that sounds good. I want to make one last comment is I think this movie was like inspired by a cocaine binge of Tim Allen. Like in his later movies, everyone's just operating as if they have no concept of what's... You know, they have like megalomaniacal narcissism maybe grisham and, and tim allen were just blowing coke together <laughs> right. and like tim allen pitched this idea <laughs> yeah. and like by the next morning grisham had banged yeah. out a paper bag let me tell you what i got then... here let me tell you what i got christmas with the cranks we're skipping christmas we're skipping christmas yeah <laughs> skip it uh, you know he says no more christmas, uh, no more christmas. Uh, it writes itself there's no more christmas i wish donald trump talked about christmas with the cranks look the democrats they're skipping christmas <laughs> they're just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We got to bring him back. You no, know, I had to, I have a ledger here, yeah. and it says that we we spent fifty billion dollars yeah. on COVID. Okay, you know why don't we just skip the COVID? We skip the COVID. Bring bring back Christmas. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's let's go to hot case. Our impressions just continue. It's so good. Spot on. It's so good. Yeah. I need your arms around me. I need to feel your touch. Uh, hot takes, hot cakes. Uh, my my hot cake is uh, I thought the gag was kind kind of funny where there's just like this guy who shows up that nobody knows. Oh, the the uh, Santa Claus with umbrellas. Yeah, then it turns out it's the Santa Claus with umbrellas. Yeah, and so he's just kind of like this creepy dude that like knows everyone but like hides in a Santa costume and yeah. doesn't make sense. Big party tomorrow. Oh no, actually it's tonight. My daughter's coming back from South America. And, uh, you know, we're just throwing her a little party. She's bringing her new boyfriend. Blair. <laughs> yes. Would you like to come? You mean that? Absolutely. I mean, it's just drop-in. What time? Ah, uh, 8.30. You're on Hemlock. Yes, 14.82. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thanks. Who are you? Not a clue. How miserable would it be to know that many people in the community? You know, no privacy. So it just looks miserable. Yeah, um, but yeah, that gag was kind of funny of just being like the random guy that nobody knew. I, I have a hot cake. It's the old man guy who calls Tim Allen old man. Um, and yeah. then Tim Allen gives him the... Uh, um, the tickets. tickets yeah uh, that guy he, he's a character actor he was he played the um shooter in the jerk the assassin oh interesting he was also tim allen's father-in-law in tool time and home improvement so, that's home jill's improvement. dad jill's dad oh wow that's a, that's a, a deep cut there would anybody like some eggnog oh no your father can't eat eggs i can eat eggs I just don't know what the hell Nog is. Deep cut right there. But uh, he, he was okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good hot cake. 
Uh, the daughter was kind of hot too. And then, yeah, I was thinking uh, about that, but she's just like, yeah. in it for so little. Yeah. She went on to have a, a long TV career. It looks like she was in a bunch of TV shows. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, she looks familiar. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, she just looks like a pretty girl that I just plug into some random. Yeah, yeah. not a good actress. Um, hot take is and this is a big one. Tim Allen is the embodiment of Christmas. Okay. So, for all of Christmas good and all of Christmas bad, that's Tim Allen. The uh, commercialization. Yeah, he's got that. The, the, the peaking in the 90s, the impenetrableness, the pervasiveness, but also cracks beneath the veneer, the lack of logic, the lack of consistency with him being a drug dealer. So there's a lot Snow, of like, you know, white Christmas that has a yeah, different meaning white for Christmas. Tim Allen. <laughs> for Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think he is like the perfect embodiment, not just Christmas, like his world, but American Christmas. American Christmas. Get away. American Christmas. That could be our parody song for this year. Your present. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. So what's your hot take? Uh, yeah, no, I, I have one. It just I, this movie is just was just so bad. So my hot take is, is kind of along the lines of, and I'm trying to I I'm struggling to put it into like a catchy take, but the take is is basically mm. like the gears of Christmas start turning, and they don't stop turning year mm. round, and there's just these gears grinding away. They're bashing out toys and sweatshops and Christmas decorations and they're filling landfills with you know paper and at this point it's just there's no person guiding it right there's no it's just Christmas is just happening it's just a machine that runs right it just runs year round invisibly just so that for one month we can all binge on the excesses and spend money and I feel like you know, like, when there's, like, all these theories that, like, oh, the internet is going to become sentient, or we're going to connect all these things, and I kind of feel like this movie is the result of, like, that Christmas machine <laughs> becoming sentient and, like, making yeah. a movie that, like, appeals only to, like, another intelligence within that Christmas. It's just, like, Machine of Christmas made a movie about the Machine of Christmas for the Machine of Christmas. Does hmm. does that make sense? What I'm what I'm kind of saying there, I'm just like it, it just yeah, like yeah. came from the ether. This movie is for no Absolutely. one. Doesn't say anything real about anything, yeah. and but it did its job, and it, I don't know. It probably made a hundred million dollars or something stupid. Maybe not. If God is good, it yeah. didn't. No, it's it's like the it, it's like this with the the Netflix Christmas right. movies they've been pumping out. They're just yeah, they're just complete, you know, drivel, but. That's what our brains apparently require now. So. Um, yeah, so that great segment was brought to you by Carnival Cruises, our sponsor for this episode. Really um, great sponsor. Never a better time than to get on so a the, cruise. So actually, let me interrupt you really You know quick. what? Yellow. Uh, sorry, Carnival yeah. Cruise. Um, the screenplay for this movie, although the book was written by John Grisham, the screenplay was written by Chris yeah. Columbus, the same guy who uh, uh, directed Home Alone no. and the first two Harry Potter movies. And Mrs. Doubtfire. Wow. Wow. 
Chris Columbus has a up and down. But he didn't direct this. He just wrote the screenplay. I guess that guy. Uh, wow. How long do you think he spent on the screenplay? <laughs> do you think he's just like, oh, here's a hundred k. I'll I'll spend like a few weeks on this. You know? Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Here's a, here's a here's a review. Just you know, sometimes we read the Ebert reviews. Um, this one isn't isn't yeah. Ebert, but it says. 10 out of 10 would recommend. I love this movie. Amazing masterpiece. I watch this every seven hours with my kids between screen t- between screen time. I've rented a private theater 59 times to watch this one movie with my family, and now I'm in poverty. Thanks, Joe Roth. Uh, yeah. Brutal movie. I think yeah. that's fair. So, um, I'm posting this at a public library we, uh, because I don't have a phone just... nor computer. Clever writing and clever jokes for everyone to laugh at. I like it when Tim gets Botox. I found that hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is just still that person's what? review, yeah. You know it's a good review where you write it, where where you tell the, the audience where you're writing it from. Yeah. Well, he's... Uh, no, there's a bunch so... of people that have spammed this exact same copy pasta of... <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend this movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I actually think it's brunchy despite its flaws. Like, it it, it, it actually kind of hits a lot of the different things we look for in brunch. But its overwhelming shittiness brings the score down to uh, just a slightly above brunch level. Um... It takes place in daytime. It has Christmas music. It's about community, family. There's no divorce, and it's not in the 90s. But for right. an early 2000s, it doesn't really reference 9-11 too much, which is kind of unique. A ham does get run over by a truck in this. Yeah. That's a little bit. Is there a single mention of 9-11 in this? I don't think so, right? No. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a good question. It really sucks uh, when, they, when they miss an opportunity like that. Just three years removed from 9-11. Just three years removed from 9-11. There's no mention of it. You know, they're already forgetting. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to get a 4.5 out of 7. Um, so barely brunch. All right, all right, all right, all right. Look, what, what do you think? Come on. <clears throat> Food? Yeah. Great. Yeah? Yeah, you great. Like yeah. He knows he his stuff. Me, he really does me well. Tender. You're that's right. Good yeah, call. Good. Thank you. Thank sure. you. What do you think, Larry? Eh. What do you mean, eh? Eh. Well, it says the shoe bomber was uh was actually in two thousand one. The shoe bomber was two thousand one. Yeah, at least one of them, yeah. Oh wow, I was real wrong about that. Wasn't there also someone from? I thought there was someone from Africa that tried one as well. Yeah. Oh, that was the flying into Detroit. Yeah, he was the underwear bomber, not the shoe bomber. Yeah, the underwear bomber. Under yeah, the underwear bomber. I feel like was a little bit later, wasn't it? That was was. A bit later, right? Um, two thousand five, two thousand six, or something like that. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, Christmas Day, two thousand nine. Five oh, years wow, after Christmas later. with the cranks. See what happens when you make Christmas with the cranks, Tim Allen. Someone someone comes uh, to Detroit and tries to blow up their own junk on an airplane. Mm. So uh it's a pretty brunchy for you then, right, Andy? Yeah, no, no, this uh <laughs> this this movie was not brunchy at all. I disagree. I just there's so there's just so little that this movie offers and I think that brunch 
I think you're letting the quality get in the way of of the potential brunchiness. No. There's a lot of food. There's a lot Here's of... Here's the thing. You can have a bad brunch, but even a yeah. bad brunch is better than this movie. Oh, sure. Pretty much anything. A bad brunch is, is still, you know, part of the most important uh, meal of the weekend. Hmm. This movie just should never be unearthed. It, it just... Hmm. Just awful start to finish. I don't... I don't think the characters are brunchy. I... I, I I can't I can't give it any semblance of brunchiness. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And that segment was brought to you by uh, Carol Cruz. Thank oh you yeah, I did just to interrupt you. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. I I this movie just really depressed me, and I, I had a hard time, you know, getting through this podcast. <laughs> All right. With that, let's get to our pairing so we can wrap this baby up. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> You're dying over there, man. <laughs> What's worse, this movie or COVID? <laughs> it's... it's close. It's close. It's, close. it's a hard choice, yeah. Um, well, I so... mean, this this might be worse because there's a vaccine for COVID, but Christmas <laughs> with the Cranks will, will live forever. Yeah, digital copy, man. Um, okay, so for my uh, pairing, I got, a, I got a good one here. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. It's called Brunch with the Cranks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I love it. I love so, it. Yeah, it's it's already good, right? So let's just imagine this: you, you sit down for a meal. <clears throat> you're with Tim Allen, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Tim okay. Allen just like said something mean about Joe Biden, but you're happy because the food looks awesome. You know, you got all this great fare just prepared, and then the devil woman, Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> takes the food and just throws it in the garbage oh no she 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 disrupts your entire brunch she's just like i don't know i don't know if this was the right choice for brunch you know does this have i don't know if the neighbors would like this right so she calls over the neighbors and they help her prepare a new brunch that's actually worse than the first brunch and you're like well this is kind of bullshit and And all your neighbors are not eating brunch with you yeah, and then it's all these awful people eating brunch with you. Your house is a and mess. And then you get the house is a mess. Uh, it costs you six hundred dollars, <laughs> and and then uh, you get food poisoning, and you're shitting your brains out for two days. Okay, um, and that's brunch with the cranks. Okay, I like it. See, so yeah, that's you don't have to have a pairing. If no, you, I have a pairing. Uh, I do you, have a pairing. Uh, all right, that's why I perked right. up a little bit when you remind me that we're doing pairings. I'm like, oh, I actually do have a. <laughs> I actually do have a thing for this segment. Um, I had it for the other segments, too. I, I, I didn't completely take this one off. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to defend yourself. This is shit. Um, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so, as I often do, I, I look for, you know, hints and clues in, within the film of, of something to recommend for pairing, and I think that uh, there's a scene with Tim Allen at, at his desk at lunch at work, and... I think he's eating like the meal equivalent of this movie, which is he has a like cup of small, small, low fat yogurt uh, along with a diet Coke, which is just there's no substance in either of those. Uh, if you're going to eat low fat yogurt, you might as well just not eat because it's just sugar, right? They just replace the. Fat yeah. With sugar. Yeah. It's just gross. And that's gross. And Diet Coke is gross too. 
but it's just like it's like that's like oh, I'm on a diet, so you're just gonna eat some garbage, and you're not actually gonna lose any weight because you're not gonna get full. So you're just gonna end up eating. I mean, he's out drinking beers later. Um, it's just not a meal that's enjoyed by anyone. And uh, so that would be my pairing for this. Just grab yourself a Diet Coke and a low-fat yogurt. So you feel bad. One of the, like the off brands too, yeah. just like like Kroger brand or Meyer brand or something. Just aspartame. Taste of aspartame. Yeah. Yeah, has aspartame and no fat in it. So, well, this was a great episode brought to you by Carnival Cruise. Uh, yes, thank Carnival Cruise. You know, yeah. Tim Tim Allen might not have gone on the cruise, but you know he wanted to. Right. And we know you want to too. This and yeah. am I reading this right? Um, from the copy here, it says that uh, there's a if you do sign up for a Carnival Cruise, there's a good chance that. Um, you can personally contract the COVID virus from Tim Allen on Whoa. one of these <laughs> on one of these cruises. Oh so. my god! I just That's got a text COVID message. Right I just got a text message, and this is a hot take. They're, they're sending it to me right now. They say no masks required. You're, you can Yo, go maskless. Wow. Yeah, they're, they're, it's great. It's great. So get on those cruises. You know, um, support our sponsors. Um, yeah. I mean, they're clearly in a low place if they're spot. If they're using this podcast to get the word out. So. Yeah, we are cheap. <laughs> we are um, cheap. And so <laughs> sometimes you can re- read into a little bit of how the business is doing based on you know usually Carnival Cruise is like Super Bowl ads and whatnot, and they've now come to brunch movies. Um, just because they heard us mention Christmas with the Cranks, that's about all they have to latch onto in this uh, mm. day and age. Yeah. You know, you're tying yourself to brunch movies and to Christmas with the Cranks. It's not going well. We at Carnival believe fun is a choice, but it isn't always an easy one. We get it. You've got stuff going on. Work stuff, life stuff, stressy stuff. Fortunately, we created an escape from all that stuff. Carnival. Choose fun. Anyway, uh, well, Andy, this was a pleasure. And I'm sure that, you know, if you're thinking of the holiday spirit, you're thinking a lot of different movies. You might not be thinking of Christmas for the Cranks, and you probably shouldn't be thinking of Christmas for the Cranks. No, watch so. almost anything else. Watch uh, watch Star Wars. That's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> put on Star Wars instead. Yeah, well, I mean, why, I would. I mean, you could put on uh, Han Solo. Good one right there. Yeah. That's, a, that's even better. Jurassic Park. I, I actually like Jurassic World because it's uh it applies a bigger bigger situation. Oh man, speaking of know. awful movies, um, I watched the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Is that the second one? Oh man, it is oh, that so was bad. bad. It was yeah, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. I couldn't believe it was made. It, yeah, it, it, it just unintelligible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this just they're gonna use the dinosaurs as super weapons yeah. to Wow. Because dinosaurs are definitely you... more dangerous than just a drone. Did you hear that Carnival Cruise has dinosaurs on their cruise ships now? Wow. Uh, yeah. And they're genetically That's modified. Awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And they have drones. <laughs> and they have drones you can use to fight the dinosaurs. Yeah, you're on international waters, they let you fly a drone and just kill yeah. anyone you want. And you don't have to wear a mask. They keep Oh wait, you don't have to be keep... on Carnival Cruise to do that. You just have to be no. the president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end it there. (laughs) This is good. Good cast. Good cast. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Love you guys. Bye-bye.